We played them in the third game. Everybody played three quarters. The Bears are who we thought they were. And that's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. All right, thank you for joining the ESPC podcast, where the purpose of every single podcast is to make money. And every single podcast is a business meeting with a specific purpose in a specific outlet. So who the hell am I? Why should you listen to anything I have to say? I have an MBA. I have securities licenses. I have clients' net worths, $50 million and above. My real claim to fame was that I took $6,000 in Pinellas Park, Florida, 1997, opened up a restaurant. Within those six years, George Steinbrenner came by. Aldo uh, Lahey came by. Malcolm Glacier, billionaires ate at my restaurant. Sold it for 900000 right? So what I do is we give you business and financial concepts, actual information you can use today at the sound of our voices to make money. We use business and financial concepts to teach you how to wager on sports. So what have been the outcomes, the results? NFL, 64% first year, 64% second year. Last year, we were 59.875. We made over $100,000 each year with the information we give you. But it's information you could have taken and you made money yourself. And we continue doing that. Now, you're the smartest, toughest person in the room. You are in the wrong room. So is there important? You can ask Putin for that. Because what happens is you make bad decisions, like some of these NFL coaches. So we go around, we got Scott gives us regional diversity, and he brings a fantasy football mindset to it. He knows a lot about the players. And then Chad gives us youth and energy. He knows the players. So we go Scott, then Chad. This, uh, first of all, anybody watching in Florida or whatever, stay safe. Good luck. Yeah, we have a lot of watching the live stream in Florida. There's stuff stuck inside. Yeah, so I was just watching the stuff before I came on. So Um, this week looks like a a standard 40s type of week this week in terms of over-unders. Only a couple of games are in the 50s, and that so far this season, that's kind of low. Um, You know, I like the slate. You know, there's a game in London this week, so you got to get your bet in early for that game. It's a, right. it's a it's 30 Pacific Standard Time kickoff, so yeah. you got to get your bets in probably the night before if you're gonna if you're gonna get them in. So just keep that in mind when you when you go into the window. Right, uh, I mean, awesome slate of games this week. I think we learned a lot yesterday in our Hawthorne effect, and uh, you know we're gonna translate the stuff we talked about yesterday into our, our picks and our thinking for today. All right, big time, big time. All right, so we're going to start we're talking about it a little bit. You got your Cincinnati Bengals. So what I got this morning was I bet the Bengals minus three under 48. Uh, Miami's three and zero, oh, but short week, banged up week. For some whatever reason, players don't like it. It's uh, almost like a union thing. Some guys do like a secret strike. Coaches don't bring in their best players. They'll give them the tight rotation. Uh, the Bengals need this. So 
with restricted game plans, kind of run, trying to keep people healthy, it's going to make the game go under. We'll go Scott in the chat. So I'm I'm going under. No, I'm going to go over. I think the game's going to go over. I think with all the speed and, and all the, the um, short week and the injuries, I, I think this game looks like it's going to squeak over. Um, I'm going to take Cincinnati in this, this situation. I think that um, – Many line found, or minus three? Uh, minus three. Okay. Cincinnati found something against the Jets last week. I think that they can really exploit. Um, you know, Burrow looked good. The offensive line held up really good. They got to get the running game going, but everybody is playing Thursday night. They're off the injury report. Um, last thing, this is interesting. Last a week ago today, the Dolphins were plus one and a half. Now it's plus four. So it's been bet up Cincinnati two and a half points right. between in a week. So, you know, that that makes me believe that everybody is on Cincinnati and nobody's on Miami, which gives me pause, but I'm staying with my pick. Cincinnati minus the three and over. Yeah, my Miami's kind of like uh like the Packers and the Cowboys they haven't won in a long time, but they have a lot of old school fans. Yep. And a lot of people are fans of their dad's team. The dad indoctrinated them around the country to the Dolphins. So now they're bending blindly to the Dolphins. Yeah, the, the, the one thing I will add is teams that are coming off a Super Bowl-like performance or game as last week's Dolphins-Bills game were, have a letdown the next oh. game. And where it's a short, short week, it's even more so in Miami's case that they're going to have a letdown in this game. Right. A little it's going to be so. beat up just because it was a very, very physical game. Yes. Scott, uh, what do you think, Chad? Yeah, I, I think it's a good spot here for Cincy, man. Short week, Miami's having to travel all the way up there. Um, they're a little bit banged up here. Um, you know, I, 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 on the total, I, I, I'm with Scott here. I do think this one goes over the 47. You know, like Scott was talking a little bit on the pregame, Miami's going to do their best to try to keep up with Buffalo here. Okay. Um, you know, so I do think they're going to, you know, they're going to be in this game. They're going to kind of, they're not going to concede this game, basically. They're, they're going to compete in it, which I think will, you know, will allow them to get to 17 to 20 points here. Um, you know, and I like I like I like the, the Bengals being able to score 28, you know, 28 to 31. Um, I think offensively they found something. And I think we kind of, you know, get get back into that swing of, of the Bengals offense from last year. You know, they found something last week, and I think they they, they will build on that um going into this week. And just it's gonna be close, man. This is gonna be a close total. It but I think this one can just barely squeak over um over the foot. It's down to 47 now. I think Josh, you got it at 40. You got the under at 48. 48. Yeah. So, so I'd probably buy this half point and go the over 46 and a half. Okay. So Scott got Scott got over 47. Mm-hmm. Over 46 and a half here. 46 and a half. So the consensus pick is going to be uh Bengals minus three in the over 46 and a half. That is the consensus pick. All right. When I get to 70% this week, after uh, three weeks where it's been below, but every week I've gotten profit. And that's what's important for one week to compound on the previous week. Next game is going to be the London game, 6.30. Uh, New Orleans needs this game bad. 
against Minnesota. And then reading up on this today, I like the fact that uh, New Orleans is already in London. They got in London on Tuesday. And the Vikings, because they're cheap, are not getting there to Friday night. Now, if you have any delay in your flight going to England, uh, any any problems in the hotel when you get in, that's going to put, I think Minnesota's already a significant disadvantage just because of that. Yep. So, yep. Uh, I still think that game will get a little while at the end with uh, the defenses won't have their legs and sneak over 40, <clears throat> 43. Remember, the average NFL game is 45 points. So this 43 is kind of low, especially when you have a lot of good players, two good quarterbacks on either side. And just because of the flight and the jet lag late in the game, second half of the fourth quarter, I don't think the defense is going to have their legs. We'll go Scott and Chad. I strongly agree with you on the over-under. I think it's going over, number one. Number two, I'm going to take New Orleans. Um, Two reasons for this. Number one is they can't go to one and three. Disappointing last week against Carolina. Did not show up at all. Um, so I think NFL players are very prideful in when they what they put out in the field and on videotape. So I could see New Orleans bouncing back here with a with a big performance. Um, Minnesota is just one of those teams that cannot blow anybody out. No. Play close close games. Doesn't matter who the team is, what the situation is, it's it bites them. It's going to bite them. They were fortunate last week that they beat Detroit. This week, I don't think they're going to be so fortunate. So I'm going to take New Orleans, and I'm going to take the over. I think it gets to 45 where the where the uh, standard points are in the NFL. So that's my pick. I'm with you guys here, man. I, I, I think just looking at the two spots these teams are in, I mean, Minnesota's coming off a uh, – you know, a home win against the Lions, a division game. Um, that's two for them. That's, you know, that was one they needed to check off. Um, New Orleans losing a, a division game to Carolina. Um, you know, they, they, this is an NFC matchup too. This is a wild card tiebreaker game. Right. Um, you know, so New Orleans losing that one uh, to Carolina last week, you know, this makes this NFC tiebreaker game a lot, lot bigger for them. Um, it's still, even though it's not a division game, it's still an in-conference game. Um, you know, and, and this is, a, you know, a team that they could be head up against later in the year for that for a wild card spot. Very, very good chance. So, um, yeah, I, I like that New Orleans got there early um, and we're getting some points here. We're getting three points. Give me the field goal here. Um, you know, I think it'll be a close game, but I, I do like uh, I feel like New Orleans to probably win this one and pull it out late. And then, yeah, the total, I love the over here. Um, our first London game last year, I believe, was the Jets and the Jaguars. And that one was kind of a similar way that Josh is talking about. Very low scoring first half. Right, exactly. And it picked up in the second half and it just squeaked over late in the fourth quarter. Um, I see a similar similar game to that. And I see better offenses here, better quarterbacks and better receivers overall than, than the Jags and uh or maybe might have been the Falcons and the Jets, something like that. But um yeah, I like that. I like the over here. I think this one squeaks over, and, and I, I like getting three points with New Orleans here. I, I think that they win the game outright, so I'm going to take the points. All right. So that is the unanimous pick. Saints plus three, over 43. Last week, the unanimous picks were 11 and 10, 52.5% profit, even though the consensus picks were not as good as we like them to, but I was still 56%. 
<laughs> so I, I got some profit. So everybody can bet and choose accordingly. All right, next game is going to be Cleveland at Atlanta. Uh, yeah, with what's happened the last three years, three or four years, and last year, uh, analytics teams only covered 33% of the time when I bet against them around 70% of the time. I'm going to go ahead and go against the analytics team, take Atlanta on the money line. Uh, I got plus three this morning because Atlanta is a loser team. Really can't trust them with points. I do like the over 49. Really right now, Atlanta's offense is unstoppable because you do everybody, even though he hasn't done a lot in the league, they know how much talent he has. Everybody's double teaming uh, the tight end, right? So over there in Atlanta, uh, Kyle Pitts. So that leaves Drake London open, leaves everybody else open. And then Marietta, if there's not a play, he just takes off and runs. That puts pressure on the defense, mental pressure too, because Seattle last week were scared of him running. And he just built time in the pocket and was able to pick him apart in the second half. Uh, Cleveland, everything is a disaster there, <laughs> except for Bill Callahan. Was the offensive line coach who's been uh, any anytime he's been an offensive line coach, he's been in the playoffs. He's won Super Bowls as an offensive line coach, and you know he's doing a great job with that offensive line. Everything else on Cleveland is a disaster. Their defense is getting scored on a lot, so that's why I'm going with the over. We we'll go, Chad and Scott. Yeah, I, I like this a lot here, man. I, I think the Falcons, um, you know, are, are a really good team. You know, they they've lost. Uh, their two losses are tough losses. You know, they lost that home opener to the Saints, 27-26, last second field goal. Um, then they almost came back against the Rams and were in, in that one at the end. So, you know, I, I like the Falcons here to get back to 500 with a home win against the analytic Browns. Love that pick. Um, so I'm going to go Falcons money line. And then, um, yeah, I think this one gets over 48 and a half. We're under the key number of 49. And you know what? Atlanta's offense does look unstoppable. The Cleveland defense and the Atlanta defense Both. are not world are not world beaters at all. Cleveland right. will be able to run the ball. Cleveland will be able to score a little bit here. Right. Um, but yeah, I think this is a you know a, a, a 31 to uh 31 21 Falcons win, you know, somewhere in that in that ballpark. So I, I like those. I'm with over uh over the uh the 48 and a half and Falcons money line. Nice. What do you think, uh, Scott? So I'm in total agreement. I'm going with the Falcons, and I'm going the over. Tell me who Cleveland has beaten. They haven't beaten anybody. Oh. They, they just barely beat Carolina on a last-second field goal. Yeah, they let the awful. Jets come back and beat them, right. and they barely beat the Steelers. That that point difference spread was deceiving because they got that late touchdown, that last-second touchdown. They so they haven't out. played well at all I don't believe and I haven't seen it Atlanta has been in all three games has played really good on offense and their defense can step up at times so I'm gonna I'm definitely with you guys I'm going Atlanta with the point Atlanta with the points Atlanta on the money line and Atlanta and Cleveland to go over so I'm going three ways on this yeah so that's going to be the consensus pick Three ways, right? Atlanta money line plus the three points in over 49. So 52.5 break even. I'm not going to – I'm just going to play the money line because I'm seeing it's down to like one and and a half, two now. 
Yeah. So I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna play a full unit at one and a half and right, right. I'm, I'm just gonna take the Falcons money line. Yeah, it's one and a half, but it'll probably go to pick them before the kickoff on Sunday, I'll bet you. Yeah, get it now, you get like plus one oh five, get a little plus money. Yep. But yeah, I mean, it's just it's just too much of the same bet to me to take one and a half in the money line. No, no. Yeah, not enough. Money would have had it plus three. Yeah, that was fine, but it didn't. Yeah, you got to get the key. I got to get them over that key number if you're going to play both. <laughs> yeah, but if it's a three word, word is now. I agree with Chad. You can't. You can't. It's not worth playing both. So yeah, but if you I can would get just, a three, I would just take Atlanta money line in the over. That's the way I would if go. You can get a three though. It, it, you know, it's it's a good little good little insurance there because they're definitely gonna. I mean, if they lose this one, it's gonna be yeah. last second. There's no way the Browns are walking away with anything. Yeah, two out of three is sixty six percent. But it doesn't make sense. Maybe one and a half, a little, get it to two, maybe because these teams are crazy. Uh, but if you can do it, do three because two out of three, sixty-six percent, fifty-two point five percent break even. And the and the goal is to get profit at fifty-two point five percent. Once you get there, increase the margin, right? Because this is it's about margins. Now, next game is Buffalo going to Harbaugh. At uh, right now, it's what I got it not too long ago was the Ravens is three and a half over 51. As far as the lines we use, we go to Vegas Insider, look at that, go to Bavada, mm-hmm. and then we go to uh, the, the various apps. <laughs> so we shop around a lot, right, to see the odds. And, and really, uh, you got to mitigate it, you got to use the information we give you. Plus the numbers is fifty percent of this math. Besides procrastinating and being able to anticipate what the coaches are going to do, and strategy. The other part of this is math. Now Harbaugh always covers with the line. He's at home. McDermott uh, coming off a bad McDermott like Andy, uh, you know Andy Reid like effort in. Miami, uh, he has a banged-up football team. If you live in the past, you die in the past. Scott coined the phrase, and we were going to call it on the podcast, the Pete Carroll rule. Because he said he's never going to change and win forever with his book. So the Ravens at three and a half. I'm going over 51. Because whoever's the quarterback for, uh, you know, Buffalo's going to have Josh Allen. They're going to try to keep scoring at the end. They're not going to quit. So this game will go over. Uh, Lamar Jackson wants to prove a point. He's going to run a lot. Also, uh, the Harbaugh family, football family, football mafia family has a long memory. They remember the loss in the playoffs not too long ago where uh, Lamar Jackson threw it over the middle, made that mistake he predicted he would, wasn't able to read the defense, uh, threw an interception, up the middle, and uh, Buffalo advanced in the playoffs. Harbaugh hasn't forgotten that. So look for the Ravens to cover three points and the total to go over 51. It seems like the total is dropping because it started at 55. We'll go Scott and Chad. Well, I see this game getting into the 60s uh, combined. I I think this is no defense. Um, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, and Jalen Hurts are the top three quarterbacks in the NFL right now. You got two of them playing in the same game. Buffalo is 
really ticked off at their performance in Miami last week. So I think they're just going to keep scoring and scoring and scoring. And Baltimore's going to hang with them. I don't know if they got anybody that could stop Lamar. I think Lamar is going to run wild again. Um, I, I think Buffalo is going to win the game, but I think Baltimore will cover the three and a half. Right. So I will take Baltimore plus the points and definitely the over because I can see this being a total shootout because Baltimore shown they can put up 37, 41 points and Buffalo definitely can score. They have all kinds of weapons. So I love the over in this situation. And I, and I like Baltimore. They may lose by a field goal, but that three and a half points that will give you the half point win. So that's where I'm going. So these yeah. guys, coaches think for the long haul, right? Salesmen, mm-hmm. short term. Businessmen and women think long term. I don't think the Harbaugh family or McDermott can show what they do on defense unless it is a division game. What do you think? Yeah, my, my opinion in this game also is that Baltimore needs to win this game more than Buffalo does. Buffalo is going to win that division. Right. They could go two and two and win that division. Baltimore can't go two and two and let Cincinnati catch them. So I think Baltimore is going to lay a lot on the table in this game also. That's what I think. Also, too, you know, if Miami does lose on Thursday night, you know, that will affect, I think, Buffalo being even more like, all right, you know, like if Miami goes to two and two, um, you know, or Miami's undefeated right now. Yeah, three and oh, yeah. Yeah. So I do I, I do think it, Miami losing on Thursday night could play, you know, even even the Buffalo not 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 stressing this game as much. Baltimore at home in a revenge spot. Um, I, I love Baltimore here getting get the three and a half. Um, you you, you got to You got to look at them here. I, I do think they're going to have a really good chance to win this game. Um, I probably will sprinkle about twenty five to a third of my unit on the money line. Um a little sprinkle on the money line, uh, Baltimore plus three and a half. Then, yeah, I love the over 51 here. Uh, I mean, Baltimore's defense has showed us time and time again they're going to give up points, you know, and I think Lamar is going to run it up. Baltimore is going to give up points to Buffalo. Um, there's just uh, – I think, you know, we're, we're going to see some downfield plays. Um, you know, both teams got big play receivers. And, yeah, I just I – don't, I don't see any defense getting too stiff here at all. Um, I think Baltimore is going to have a lot of offensive success. And I think, you know, Buffalo is, is going to be able to move, move the ball as well. Um, you know, both, both have really good balance offenses with a lot of weapons and, and um, you know, defenses aren't, aren't anything crazy. You know, Buffalo is banged up on defense as well. Um, you know, kind of, you know, so I saw that a little bit last week against Miami. So I, I'm with you guys there. Baltimore plus a three and a half with the money line sprinkle and over 51. Nice, nice. So we're, we're humming, man. We're all on the same page this week. We're all ready to go. We're yep. using information we've gone to leverage to get massive profits and pay for Christmas presents with our knowledge watching uh, football. Now, Dallas is at home minus three against the what the fucks, right? Uh, <laughs> the third thirders. Right, so Dallas, uh, you know, even though Jerry Jones is the vice president, general manager, and co-coach, they only have 94 million dollars in salary cap space to use the team they just played the giants has 219 million so you know 94 million versus 219 million so they have they put a lot almost 100 million dollars more in their roster and it kind of showed last last monday night they just had a better overall roster than them and i think it's going to go the same for washington 
Washington, a cheap team. Uh, they're trying to take the team away from the fake owner. They had, he never really had a lot of money. He had a credit. I guess it seemed like mafia connections. But Washington has, uh, let's see, $135 million in cap, cap space. So that means, again, Dallas is putting more into their roster, have a better roster than them. Cooper Rush looks fine to me. Uh, Dallas, with the offense, with that offensive line, they always invest a lot in that offensive line. They are going to protect the defense, run the ball, run clock, keep the scheme under for us. But Dallas is going to be minus three because Washington's a complete disorganized disaster. We'll go Scott and then Chad. Yeah, I can't I can't even put any money on Washington ever for this year. They're just terrible on defense. Their offense is really bad right now. Carson Wentz is not the solution for them. He's not getting the ball to his playmakers. They they basically got shut out by Philadelphia last week. They scored a, a touchdown with a minute and a half left in the game. Right. And they scored a safety too. Something like that. So I I like the way Dallas is playing right now. Cooper Rush is not a bad quarterback. <clears throat> he might be the best quarterback for them right now in the situation. That's why you heard Dak might be ready this week. Now it's being pushed back to week six because of that fact, I think. Right. Dak's Cooper trying Rush to is, get back. Dak's he's like, trying to get back because he's like – have a job in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. you know? I know. So in that instance, with Washington not being able to score – and Dallas running the ball and taking time off the clock and being able to get to 17 to 24. I'm going under and I'm going Dallas. Uh, this is Dallas is going to win this game. It's going to be really easy for them. Um, and, and I, that, yeah, it's going to be like 27 to 7, 24 10, as you said, something like that. But uh, Dallas is going to win this easily. So, yeah, same for me. I, I can't overthink this one. You got to take. Dallas, I'm by the half point. Dallas minus two and a half under the key number. By the 41 and a half up to 42, go under the 42. Um, I, I just, there's no other way you can approach this game. Yep. Dallas's defense is, is solid. They've shown all year they've been a solid ass defense, especially at home. Um, look at <laughs> them to be really, really stiff against a terrible Washington offense. And yeah, Cooper Rush and that offense is going to, you know, they'll be productive enough. They'll get the run game going. He'll make the throws he needs to to get them, you know, 21 to 24 points. And, you know, they'll, they'll win this one, you know, very similar to probably the Eagles game last week. They'll probably win this one 24 to 10, you know, 24-7, 24-14, something like that. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I'm with you guys here. Thanks. So the consensus pick is Dallas minus three, under 42 and a half. Next game is going to be a crazy game. Uh, uh, Seattle at Detroit. Uh, we've been getting all the Detroit sides right. We made profit on them. We're one and one. We pushed. It's the agent Rob giving us great information. Uh, their coach seems to be doing too much. He kind of overwhelmed his brain. He made some bad decisions last week. Yeah. Against Pete Carroll, who's the general manager, executive vice president, head of scouting. Uh, the head coach and defensive coordinator and the co-office coordinator. <laughs> so Seattle's a, a disaster. They're really in a rebuilding year, even though they don't want to talk about it. If you live in the past, you die in the past. So these are two teams here, Ravens and Pete Carroll, that are usually under teams. Now they're over teams. Uh, coach over there, I forget his name, man. 
I'll get it in a second, but he was saying he was going to play uh, Smash Mouth football. Dan Campbell? Yeah, Dan, Dan Campbell. There you go. And I guess he did it for ourselves just lying, right? Because they were an air raid trying to get in a shootout every five seconds. <laughs> That's what golf does best. You get it, Cal. Uh, so uh, Seattle is Detroit's minus four the last time I saw it. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it's at yeah. right now. Yeah, I just saw it. you cannot trust uh, Detroit with points. They're a loser team, right? They're your family member who's late for Thanksgiving dinner. They're supposed to make a dish. They get it. It burned. And they got in a crash at the grocery store. And then they ask you for $20. And you say, hey, listen, I'm going to give you 50 bucks. And you don't have to ever return the money. You can know you're not going to get it back yet. They're the ones that have family floor. Oh, I told you five months ago to get a generator and batteries. Now hurricane's coming. <laughs> and you want me to go on Amazon and send you a generator or something. I told you this four months ago, blah, blah, blah. That family member. So you cannot trust them with points. So what I'm going to do is play three sides of the bed on this. Seattle plus the four points, because I think it's going to be a close game. Uh, Detroit money line whatever that is probably like minus 175 and over the 48 points have no idea why this total is going down uh we'll look at it at game time to try to get to see what the total is but right now we're going to go over 48 we'll go chad and scott yeah i uh it's freaking wild here to see detroit as a four-point favorite over seattle huh yeah, yeah um, it is. You know, it really it's, is. Die in the past. Exactly. We gotta. Uh, we gotta adapt to this new style. And 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 uh, you know, Detroit's Detroit's playing good ball this year. And Seattle's in a total rebuild. They're in shambles. Um, you know, I'm probably. Man, I'm not as I'm not with Josh on the Seahawks plus the four. It kind of scares me with how the Detroit offense has been so explosive. I think what I'm going to do here is I am going to buy the full point off the four and I'm going to take uh, Detroit minus three at minus 130. And I'm going to go over the 48. I agree with that. Agree with the over. Um, but yeah, I'm, I, and I may, I'm hoping Detroit comes down a little bit. There's some buyback and I might just go Detroit money line. The money line right now is at minus 190. It's a little high kind of why I'm leaning towards the minus three at the 130. Um, you know, but if I can get something south of minus 170 on the money line, uh, probably look to take Detroit just on the money line in the week. Uh, you know, I could see this. I could see Seahawks getting a little buyback here, and getting this number back to three from four. Wouldn't be surprised. So, um, so that's what I'm looking for. And if, it, if, if I did get it down to three, you know, I'd probably go about half of my unit on the minus three, minus two and a half, and I'd throw the other half of my unit on the Detroit money line. So that's how I'm looking to approach this one. And the over 48, I love. So the point total has come down two and a half because Detroit's all kinds of banged up right now. Swift's out. I'm in Ross St. Brown. Right. Got this one opened at six? This one opened at six. It's come down to four. The right. point over under was 50 and a half yesterday. It's down to 48 right now. So there's another injury shoot a drop in this game, I think. 
that's going to affect the points that much more. Right. And I think it might be Amaras St. Brown. I don't know if he's going to play or not. If he does not play, I'm going to wait till Sunday to bet this. Right. If he does not play, I would I would lean towards Seattle in this game because I think Detroit is losing a lot of weapons. Pete Carroll did say this week in Pete Carroll fashion, he wants to run the ball more. Right. Pete Carroll fashion, which means to me that if you're running the ball more because Geno Smith threw that interception late in the game that cost him the game last week, you know, it's going to come close to the points. I'm going to go slightly over on the – no, slightly under on the points. I'm going to go slightly under. Okay. And I'm going to wait to pick this game on the Sunday uh, live stream before uh, okay. the games kick off because I, I need to find out what – Detroit's injury situation is going into this game. Yeah, you know what? I I I'm I'm starting. I'm going to lean under two actually here, especially if St. Brown doesn't play. Yeah, the the, the, the bereft of weapons. That I totally forgot about Carroll's speech. Now I'm tripping myself out because I'm like, is Carroll going to be down twenty-one to seven, and is he going to be running the damn ball every play? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's the that's the thing. I don't I I don't like. As soon as one of his quarterbacks throws a big interception to lose a game, that's it. We're running the ball. We're with them throwing the ball. I don't like it. I just don't. He's not changing his ways as, as we've talked about before the last yeah, year. I, 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 you know, Pete Carroll has shown us time and time again he can't change and he's very stubborn. So, you know, I could see Detroit, you know, up in this game by, by two touchdowns, 17 points, and I could see Carroll in the fourth quarter not even just saying fuck it. Run the damn ball and let's go back to Seattle. We're not even going to try it. So. I think I'll try to throw some bombs because Detroit's so bad on defense. That's the he's going to is what I think his plan is going to be. He's going to throw those bombs early in the game in the first quarter, and if they don't connect, he's going to run the ball. He's just going to run the ball. Right. So I, I think that's what's going to happen. So. All right. So we'll yeah. make this decision on the live yeah. stream. See, yeah, what, this will be a live one. There's no, just yeah, there's there's just too much there's going too on. Much, in this yeah, there's too much going on in this game. Too much and the line movement's been crazy already. So you can anticipate there's gonna be more line movement by Sunday if we've already had this much movement. Yeah, and there's something to drop if it's this this much. Somebody knows something and right. it hasn't come out yet. So you know, sports betting in Michigan and Illinois, all those people are going crazy. Yep. Yeah. They wanted to get down to two, three, two or three, so they can bet on the Lions. That's what they want. Right, exactly. And the Lions, I don't just because it's style of play with Yuri right now and uh, Scott Brunel, and the fact that Monson Brown was an afterthought last year. He was. They didn't go to him till like week eleven or ten. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the so very now, end of the so year. Now the other guys are like, "Whoa, this is my chance now." Backup running back. Uh, you know, pocket. Yep. And whoever's backing uh, Martin Brown, really like, okay. Now this is my cha- chance. They now. got they got Chark, I think, right? Yeah, they got Chark. It, it would be really interesting to gauge and Rob on at su- maybe on Sunday if he could come on for like two minutes and just talk about what's going on out there. Oh yeah, well I'll I'll send him a message now. Yeah, because it it would be really interesting. He he's right there, so he right. knows everything. All right, I'll send him a message. Yeah. Now. I know he phone a friend who wants to be a millionaire. Phone a friend, yeah. Phone a <laughs> Rob. <laughs> yeah, he's always texting me on Sundays. So we'll get him on a little early. Because he may be the one that, that sets us in the right direction in terms of this game. So I, I do uh, Sundays, I do uh, sports betting therapy. I'm always texting people. Don't worry, they're coming back in the second half. 
There's a lot of football to be played, quotation marks. Still a lot of football to be played. But in the second half line, go the other way. All right. Next game is the L.A. Chargers going to Houston plus five. The total is 45. Uh, San Diego, again, a cheap uh, family, Greek family, mafia-owned team. There's no money in the trust. They have uh, almost 173 million left in the cap space. That means they're not paying for backups. They lose their left tackle, and the backup sucks. Right, so they're going to be the quarterback has broken ribs. Dude, yeah, this one I, I love Houston think, here, man. Yeah, I, I still think they'll win the game because Houston's a complete loser team, and they themselves are in dysfunctional uh, franchise where they're paying their life coach more than the head coach of the team. All right, so and I'm not making it up. Look it up. I'll get. No, put, I believe you. The episode notes. But Lovey Smith does the most of what he has. Uh, he's a great coach. Got in the team to the Super Bowl with Rex Grossman as the quarterback. Look him to dial up another great defensive game plan like he did last week, but to get tired late. But still, I think it's going to go under 45. So I like Houston plus the five points under 45. We'll go Chad. Uh, we'll go uh, Scott and Chad. So it, let's go back one year. Remember, the Chargers went to Houston and got completely annihilated by the Texans when right. nobody expected it to happen. Yeah. So Justin Herbert in a 31 to 10 game is out there playing quarterback in the fourth quarter. I don't know why. This is the stupidest move a coach could ever make. You got a guy with broken ribs who's getting ultrasound shots before the game because right. they don't trust the team doctor to give him a shot because no. of what happened to Tyrod Taylor last year. So, watch out! That's my lung, not my lung. <laughs> to make it to make it even crazier, the doctors for the Chargers were served the Tyron Taylor lawsuit on the sidelines. It's crazy. <laughs> it's unbelievable. You know, it's it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. yeah. Justin Herbert was not going to play in that game if he did not get ultrasound shot for his ribs. Right. He wasn't playing last week. Right. So that franchise is in such disarray right now. I can't take them. I'm taking Houston with the points, and I'm taking the under because I think Houston's way to win this game is to run the ball a lot. A lot. Davis, Davis Mills is not has not improved at all this year so far. So and I love Houston, Houston and the under. Completed. It's depleted. Both of them yep. there. Yeah. I'm I'm uh I'm with you guys here, man. I love Houston in this spot getting five points. I think Houston wins this game. The Chargers are effed up right now. They do not look good. They, they don't, you know, they're, you can see they're desperate for Herbert. They right. need him. They know without Herbert, you know, they, they're not, a con, you know, they were a contender coming in. You know, they could contend to make the playoffs this year. I don't think Chase Daniel could get this team to the playoffs. Um, so I, I love Houston plus five, and I love this under here. I think it's going to be a lower scoring game. I don't think the Chargers are going to score much here. Um, you know, I think, you know, Lovey Smith is going to dial it up defensively. Houston, I mean, they've been great all year. They're 3-0 and against the spread this year. Um, I, I, uh, I really like Houston here. And I, I'm, I'm going to sprinkle this money line. So, you know, I'm playing $40 units. So I'm going to take 40 bucks on Houston plus five, 40 bucks on the under 44 and a half. 
And then I'm going to take uh, 10 bucks, 25%, and I'm going to sprinkle the plus 200 money line here. I think Houston can win this one. Yeah. Right. You got to look at uh, minus 250, I mean, plus 250 and below. You got to look at those money lines because that's Vegas covering their ass. They don't want to put it plus 300, plus 400, especially when it's like that. But Houston, yeah, saying- last week they should have won against a horrible Chicago roster, uh, but they didn't. So that's why I can't stomach the money line in Houston. But it's a consensus unanimous pick, which was profit last week. Uh, Houston plus five, under 45. Sounds good? Yep. All right. Yep. And the Houston money line on Bovada right now is plus 200. Double your money. Yes, sir. No, it's yep. not a bad pick. Plus. No, LA doesn't. The Chargers don't even want to play football right now. I don't think it's the way they're they're acting on the field. They don't, they don't even want to show up and play. So, yeah, I mean, Seems especially like off a home loss like that. I mean, disgusting home loss to the Jaguars. I mean, um, yeah. the Tech, the Texans are not a bad football team by any means. No, no. Um, they are much much improved football team here. Lovey Smith has that defense playing playing awesome. So, um, yeah, this is going to be. I, I think I think Houston gets a home win here. I like the home dog. Yeah, and you know, uh, I I'll talk to an owner. You know, this guy has 35 million in liquid, and I'm walking through his plant. He's a chemical place, and he's doing a job of somebody who makes 11 bucks an hour. He's like, I made the machine. I'm like, but you're the CEO owner of this place. <laughs> you can't do every single job. You know, he went through all the jobs he does. He does 15 jobs. So that reminded me of my friend who used to work for the Cincinnati Bengals front office. And I was going off about Marvin Lewis. And he was like, listen, Marvin Lewis, he has 15 jobs. He listed all the jobs that Marvin Lewis has. No matter how smart you are, if you're trying to do everything, you're going to overwhelm your brain. That's why I think happened to Dan Campbell. And I think that's what happened in uh, Staley here for cheap franchises. And they have way too many job roles. Included in the head coaching salary there. So, but same thing with Lovey Smith. The Lovey's old, he'll take it. Houston plus five, under 45 is our unanimous pick. Next game is Tennessee Titans at Indy. I believe that Indy won the Super Bowl with Nick Foles and Carson Wentz to start the season because Frank Wright was the. Uh, Offensive coordinator, they're all Andy, Andy Reid guys. They all go to the same uh, mission, you know, Peterson, Andy Reid, uh, Reich. Reich goes to Indianapolis and makes the playoffs with Philip Rivers, an old, uh, washed-up Philip Rivers. So now he has an old, washed-up uh, Matt Ryan, and he gets veteran quarterbacks. His veteran quarterbacks can execute the great C game plan he has. They can read the defenses and get him into the right play that Coach Reich likes to call because he's his own offensive corner and all play uh, caller. So last year, they lost twice to Tennessee. So a guy like this spent all summer, sent private to Texas to study the Tennessee Titans. Right? Hired a psychotherapist to get inside the mind. Brave there's only one thing he needs to do. Yeah, he doesn't need to hire a private eye. He just needs to take a, a sledgehammer to Derrick Henry's knees. You're all set. Because <laughs> that's all they got this year. So the Colts, 
family-owned team, the owner's a drug addict, right? Got caught with a prostitute, uh, 30,000 pills and a pound of cocaine. In Indianapolis, uh, it's fourth with as much salary cap space. Uh, they have over close to 200 million in salary cap space. That means they're a cheap team. But they don't have a lot of back, uh, backups, but uh, right knows the type of game plan, right? Run the ball, uh, run clock, yep. uh, save the legs so you don't have to go to your backups. But they're a loser team like we described. So I can't take him with uh, – with numbers, so we're going to have to go. I'm going Indianapolis money line because they're a loser team, but it's going to go over 42 uh, because it's a division game, and they have to have extra plays in there. They, nor, they do not normally have to get this over 42. Remember, the average of an NFL game is 45. We'll go Scott and Chad. So Scott or Josh, what was your pick on the uh, on the side? Uh, I'm staying away from the side. I'm the Indy money line Colts. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm with you. I'm gonna go Indy on the money line. Uh, there's three. There's a three and a half out there, but I, I don't trust it. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a field goal game one way or the other. Um, and it's gonna. Yeah, and, and I think it's gonna go on them because I, I, what I think is gonna happen is Tennessee's the only way they beat Indy and Indy is to run the ball right? with Derrick Henry 25 times. Um, Derrick Henry got on track last week against the Raiders. I, I think he, he has a, he has good performances against Indy in his career. I think he'll have another one, but I think Indy's going to win the game because I, I think that uh, old Matt Ryan washed Matt Ryan is going to bring them down and, and score a late touchdown and win the game. Um, Either Taylor's going to run it in or Pittman's going to catch a touchdown pass. So I like Indy with on the money line, and I like the under in this game. I don't think it's going over. So are you, you guys are both on the Indy money line? Yeah. yeah. I, got, I got minus 172. Yeah, I am. Anything minus 180, is, you're still good. I am. I, on the total here, I, I, I'm with you, Josh. I think this one's going to get over the 42. Um you know, we're in a controlled environment here. Um, I think these these teams are going to have some plays dialed up, some stuff saved up in the bank to, to you know, get this division game. Right. 42 is pretty low. Um, you know, you, I, we haven't really seen, you know, Derrick Henry or, or Jonathan Taylor really have a breakout, um, you know, breakout game yet this year. Yeah. You know, they well, two, where are going to see their best running plays? Yeah, so – I'm expecting one of the, you know, one guy to really get it going and have himself a two touchdown, three touchdown day. Um, so I think that I'll get this one over. Then I agree with Scott on that. This game, I think it's a field goal game. Either way you cut it. So I'm, I'm going to go Tennessee plus four by the half point. I think Tennessee can cover this one in a close uh, field goal type game. And yeah, I think this one will, will just squeak over the 42 here. I think, you know, we got a, a 24 to, to 21 uh, Colts win. You know, that's kind of right where I'm looking at this one. So I'm going to take the four points with Tennessee and I'm going to rock with the over 42. All right. How they, how they beat Kansas City last week, I have no idea. And that's another reason, Scott, why I am I am deciding to go Tennessee because Frank Wright's not going to have his daddy and Reed out there <laughs> on the other side. Right. So, uh, 
helping him out, making sure he he, he looks not too bad. So I, I'm going to go Tennessee plus the four. I, I think they'll they'll be able to cover this one in a close. Yeah, game. I'm I'm baking more that the home team is going to get it done here in a late game situation, right? The road right. team. And Tannehill's thrown too many interceptions. I could see the game tied. He throws a pick six, and you know, so that's why I'm not going to see. Yeah. Uh, in in our this podcast, we don't believe in Easter Bunny or Santa Claus, and you could laugh at our conspiracy theories, but we make profit on it. And, you know, and really, when my eyes opened, it was really 30 years ago. I was drinking with a uh, who ends up being a Hall of Famer. All-star, perennial all-star. I only give the team Philadelphia Phillies. And he, all-star, Hall of Famer, was drinking with him. And he was, he and I were watching a game, a playoff game. He looks up, he said, oh, that guy kicked the leg. And I'm like, uh, what does kick the leg mean? He's like, well, you got your buddy batting, right? And he hits the ball to you. And you kick a leg. You try to kick the ball. You either make an error or gets past you because you want to help your buddy out, get a hit, help his batting average, and he hit it towards you. You know, and I was an all-star, gold, gold glover. It didn't bother me. I could I could take the uh, error, right? And I was going I was going to the dugout and nobody's gonna talk to me. And then that's when my light bolt light bulb went up. <laughs> and I started watching professional sports a little bit differently. Right, because that happens all the time. Baseball happens more than football. In this case, uh, Andy Reid is the mentor, and they go to the same Mormon church as Frank Reich. He needed a win, and that was a very, very funny game last week. Plus, it was a home game for Indianapolis, and they got the call. So we go there to two uh, big-time mafia cities, right? The city of Chicago is the city of New York. here we got Chicago Bears plus three going against the Giants. Giants shouldn't be favored against anyone. Uh, <laughs> quarterbacks are not yes, they should. Yes, they ball. should. This is the game. Yes, they should. Let's see, let's have see you, have, you, have you seen the Bears play this year? Yeah. They're, they're awful. They're a high school football team right now. They're terrible. Right. But I'm going to look at Daniel Jones' completion. Man, that was another game Monday night. We had he's it. running, he's running the ball a lot more than I think it anybody thought he would. I he thought run. he was going to run it because that's Debo's offense. I saw at Alabama, that's Debo's offense. I saw at the Bills. Uh, Debo got his first head coaching job. He's going to run the offense. He doesn't care. He has a square peg in a wrong hole. He doesn't care. He's going to run that offense. And again, he's running too many times, right? Uh, let's see. Uh, Fields, right? Eight completions last week. He for 17. And look at Daniel Jones here. Daniel Jones. Looking at his last week's completion? Well, uh, yeah. 20 for, 20 for 37 last week. 20 for 37. Average uh, per catch is 5.3. And then he ran it nine times for 79 yards. Like I said, that's not sustainable. He's going to end up getting hurt. So, uh, only 20 completions, 28 completions between each of these guys. The Giants couldn't stop the run, right? So all Chicago hope is the run, and then Justin Fields running to keep the game under, right? And I'm going to go Giants money line because the Giants have to win. They will get the call 
against a crappy team at home. So Justin Fields was eight for 47. You know, both using the maximum that if a quarterback makes three first downs with his legs, the team wins 70% of the time. We'll go Scott and then Chad. One of these teams is going to be three and one after this game. I, I, I think it's going to be the Giants. I, I think Saquon Barkley is going to run run through and over the Giants, uh, over the Bears this week. And I think you're going to see both teams run the ball. It's going to be a fast game because the clock is going to keep moving. Right. I I could see this. This has all the makings of a 13 to six type of game. I think the Giants are going to win this game, and I think this is definitely going under. I, I would even take the Bears under team total, which I could find out uh, now that I was sitting here thinking about it. Yeah, the only caution um, I have with the with the Bears team total was because their running game did wear down Houston at the end. Yeah, Houston's a cheap franchise, but the Giants are a cheap franchise, and their defensive line is going to wear out. Yeah, I'll stay off of the team total. I'll just go Giants, and I'll go. Uh, I'll go the under. Uh, who's getting the 20? And bet that under 38 now because who knows about the weather? Here's a stat. Here's a stat for the, for this game. Justin Fields has thrown the ball 45 times this year. Joe Flacco against the, against the Ravens threw the ball 59 times in one game. Fields has thrown 45 times the whole season. They don't trust him as a quarterback. On Bovada right now, the Bears team totals at 17 and a half. You can go under for minus 125. I'm going to go under. I'm going under the Bears team totals. Under 17 and a half. Yeah. They're not getting the 17. They haven't gotten the 17 all year. They're not doing it yet. Yeah. I don't believe they've gotten the 17 this year. Yeah, they got 23 last week against the Texans. Oh, yeah, 23 last Well, that huge. That was better defense than uh, Chicago, but they just wore out at the end. Yeah, yeah. That that's the whole thing. So so I'm gonna feel way too long. I'm gonna attack this at three different sides. I'm gonna go with Giants, money line, Bears under team total, and then the under team under game total of 39 and a half. Cool, cool. So that's where I'm going. What do you think, Chad? Yeah, I'm with you guys, man. I think Giants on the money line. Um Giants on the money line for sure and under 39 and a half for sure. This is going to be an under game all the way. You know, I'm, I'm considering maybe going to minus two and a half with the Giants. I think they can win a field goal game by a field goal. Um, or, you know, sometimes when I'm unsure like this, I'll just take half my unit on the money line and I'll take my other half of my unit minus two and a half just in case they do win the game but don't cover. You know, it's like a, basically a push for me. Um, but, yeah, I, I like the, the Giants are winning this game. I like the Giants winning this one at home. They're going to get the calls. Um, you know, Saquon should be able to – I mean, that he's one of the best running backs in the league, and, and, and he is the reason they are where they are right now this season. I mean, Tennessee week one was because of Saquon. And, I mean, I mean, shit, even last week, even with Dallas, you know, on the Monday night game, I mean, Saquon almost gave him a chance to win that one. So, I think the Giants – I like the Giants to win this one. Giants money line under under 39, 39 and a half. That's the, where I'm at right now. The yeah. Giants number one wide receiver in this game is Richie James. Yeah. Richie James. That ought to tell oh, you oh, all you need Ster- to know. What, what was is Sterling Shepard the one that blew his tore his ACL? Yeah, he tore his non, ACL on the non-contact. He was just running slow jogging enough. on like yep. the last play of the game. Yep. 
that was Sterling Shepard. That's absolutely. I mean, what I would love to hear some some doctors like what happened. He's snake. He's so snake bitten when it comes to injuries. It, 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 he's a he's a talented wide receiver, but he gets hurt. It's every just crazy game. because he was right. Usually, when the knee blows out, there's a high rate of force into the ground, whether it's a deceleration force, yep. or it's a lateral cut. I'm running a slant or I'm cutting force. There was no force. He was jogging. He just took it. a step and his knee yep. blew out. Yeah, I mean, yeah. To so, me, that's I mean that's career ending. That that's telling me there's biomechanical alignment issues and if that small amount of force was able to do that to your knee yeah there's some type of you know the biomechanics the structure the overall structure of of the joint is just not not good i mean that's something that i don't know if he's going to come back from i i think his career is done he's been injured so many times in his career i think it's it's just it's done i don't think he's going to come back from this for whatever reason but I agree with you. I saw it. He was just slowing down and jogging. And no all of a sudden, the knee yeah. went up, and he grabbed it, and he went down. So. And there was no cutting. There was no twisting. Straight it was line. Straight line. Yep. 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 So. Yeah, and people have been complaining about that field. Cheap franchise. Scott tells me the Mara family is starting a uh, wrestling company. They took a loan out on the team and cutting costs for the wrestling company. Yeah. Yep. So we own franchises, but we love them because we make a lot of money off of them. Uh, another chief franchise, the Jaguars, big one last week. They look like a different team. Uh, going to Philadelphia, Howie Roseman. Philadelphia, there's always a lot of hype, but they're not really as talented as we would prefer. They kind of treat it like a college team. Uh, Chip Kelly was there, and they try to develop a lot of players, keep them in the system many years. So never really that like great. Uh, the jury's still off for me on Jalen Hurts. I like the Jacks plus seven under forty eight. We'll go uh, Scott in the chat. So here's a, here's here's the thing. Uh, Minnesota and Washington, they've scored zero points in the second half the last two games. Right, zero points. They've taken their foot off the gas pedal at halftime. Because they built big leads, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say Jacksonville goes in and gives them a game for a half, and I think Philadelphia scores a touchdown in the second half someplace, and covers this. I I think the Philadelphia defense is insanely good, insanely underrated. Right. I I think to hold Minnesota, who was talented, to seven points in the game, is a statement. And to, to do what they did to Washington, which is totally dominate them, is another statement. Right. Um, Jalen Hurts is playing a good quarterback, but I agree with you, Josh. My, the jury's still out on him, whether he can do it or not for a whole game. I'm going to take Philadelphia, and I'm going to take the under, because I don't think Jacksonville is going to score a lot. I think the, the bubble is about to burst on Jacksonville this week at Philadelphia in Doug Peterson's return to Philadelphia. Right. So you, so you know Howie Roseman is in Sirianni's ear saying, Oh, yeah. We're not losing to this guy. We're not losing to this guy. Yeah, I don't want to lose this game. Yeah. So I, I'm taking Philadelphia in the revenge game, and I'm taking um, I'm taking the under. All right. So I uh, if, go ahead, Chad. I, I'm with you guys here. Under 47 all day in this we one. 40, 48. 48. I'm seeing 47 right now. But 48. 
48 earlier. Um, but yeah, man, I, I Philly's defense has been awesome. Jacksonville's defense has been awesome. Definitely see a lower scoring game. And then, I mean, I do agree with Scott here. I think seven is is, is a key number here. I, if you agree with Scott, um, I would you bet that now at six and a half or six. But uh, I, I'm, um, I'm gonna predict the future and say that Philadelphia is gonna take some money here. I think this line closes over um, over seven and a half for yeah, Jacksonville. So, so I'm looking to get Jacksonville north of seven and a half. I think they lose this game, field goal touchdown. Right. Uh, and I think this line will balloon a little bit here. I think the public is big on the Eagles. Um, yep. You know, they're under a touchdown right here. You know, they're 3-0. and They've had some primetime games. People have seen them play. Hertz is doing his thing. I yep. think this line will balloon up a little bit. And I think you get Jacksonville seven and a half uh, plus eight. I, I, I think you're going to cash that ticket. So I'm going to play the Jacksonville balloon line and the under 47. Okay, so that's another one I'm going to look at. 30 minutes before kickoff. Yes. Promoted yep. for uh, the live stream. And we'll decide on that one because I'm I'm with that that yeah. we're gonna go. I mean, already I think it's a three billion dollar handle in New Jersey and then New York now online. It's just gonna be a lot of people bending the Giants blindly too. A lot of people bending the Eagles because their dad was an Eagles fan, they're an Eagles fan, they're just blindly going to bet on the Eagles. And I think the I think the quarterback makes a you know Jalen Hurts. They've seen him play in prime time and they've seen him play last week and it's like right. wow he is really good. And the hype on him is is going off the charts right now. So right. I think that that'll put the balloon the lineup too. Right. All right. We go Jags balloon line. We're gonna make the decision uh 30 minutes before kickoff. I even see it down at 46 and a half right now, though. So it's it's going down. You got to bet that now. Yeah, you got to take it. You got to do it now. Let's see what I got on Bovada. Yeah, bet the total now. Yeah, 47 on Bovada. DraftKings, 46 and a half. FanDuel, 46 and a half. So Every place else, 47. I'll make it at 47. Now, remember, yeah. some, bet MGM, 47. Yeah, there's some picks you pick right away. You can send us a direct message, DM us, to see if we pick something right away. Something no. pick, most of the games I pick them on Wednesday. It's to be early. You never know. Life is very uncertain and chaotic. There's a hurricane in Florida where half my family lives. So, yeah. You're right. So get their picks early. So if something happens, you already got your picks. <laughs> yeah, I agree. So, and then there's some picks you make half hour before game time. All right. So that's going to be the consensus on that. Uh, Jags balloon line and then under, we'll call it 47 right now. Yep. Next game, yeah. Next game is uh, a coaching mismatch here. The New York Jets, a lot of people are going to bend them blindly against the Pittsburgh Steelers. You get Mike Tomlin, Hall of Fame coach, uh, Matt Canada. I like him as an offensive coordinator. He's always good in college, NFL. To be determined, he has his quarterback, Mitch Trubinsky. Uh, the Jets are just going to be overmatched in this situation. They have been overmatched all year. Last, the only game they won was because of the Browns and analytics. The Browns lost that game. They didn't win that game. Uh, they get the young quarterback back. Uh, man, young quarterbacks against veteran defensive coordinators like 
uh, you know, Tomlin and uh, Tyrell Austin and uh, Brian Flores. Mike Flores. Mike, there's no way. But give me the Steelers on the money line because, again, like that's the theme of, of this this week. They're a loser team. You can't trust, you know, sending Chargers over to Florida when I told them to get it a month ago. The generator. Had to get it for him yesterday, same day. They should have gotten months ago. So we're going to go ahead and just find the generator. They're not going to pay you back for it. Uh, just give it to them. So the Steelers on the money line, you just cannot trust them with points. They drop punts with leads at home. <laughs> uh, they, they fumble at the end zone on the last play of the game. They're cluts. So give me the Steelers on the money line under 42 because both offenses are very, very – Inept. We'll go Chad and Scott. Oh yeah, I'm uh I'm with you here, man. We got the return of Zach Wilson to the Jets. Great. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man, I I I love I, I love the Pittsburgh here. Um I think they can get I think they can cover two and a half. Um I'm going to buy the half point, take the Steelers minus the two and a half. And then, uh, yeah, that I don't, you're on, you're on the under, right, Josh? Yeah. I'm on the, uh, yeah, no I'm, with you on, really I'm, with you, I'm with you on the under, man. I don't think, uh, Zach Wilson in his first game back is going to be lighting, lighting it up against the Steelers defense. So yeah, this, this one's pretty straightforward. I like, I like Pittsburgh here and I like the under. Yeah. What do you think, Scott? Do not overthink it. Right. Steelers. Under. Zach Wilson could get skunked this week. <laughs> he might not score a point. <laughs> if I mean, he what has he shown us in his career? So yeah. that's gonna that's gonna be the Pittsburgh Steelers, Mike Tomlin, Flores, Terrell Austin led defense. Yeah. Not much. And first game back, knee might not be all hundred percent. I don't like the Jets in this position at all. So, yeah. So I got you guys. Steelers minus one sixty. Yep. I got. I'd, I'd even I'd even say say Steelers could be money line pick of the week this week. Yeah. That's the way I'm looking at it. Let's do that. Money line pick of the week. Steelers money line over. Uh, they got the coaching advantage, which gives us fundamental analysis, right? And they have yep. a talent advantage. They got better players than the Jets. Better yeah, players. Absolutely. Money line pick of the week minus uh one sixty seven. The Jets uh team total is nineteen and a half. No, 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 no. Jets under team total. Nineteen and a half, really? Oh my god. And it's and it's minus one ten payout for yeah. the under. All right, put that in too, Josh. Uh, Jets yeah. under yeah, team total. Correct. Yeah, team uh Jets <clears throat> team total. Sprinkle a little bit on that too. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Minus one pick. Under yeah. 19 and a half. So we got four sides of that bet there. So this Sunday, you listen to our bets. Uh, if you want to bet blindly, bet each game individually. Uh, I, I give you an 80% probability that you are going to make profit. Make profit on every single podcast with my picks the last three years. And the podcast the last two years in the high 90s profit. 
So <laughs> that's a that's a four and zero game sitting there. That's a four and zero game sitting there right now. What, what, what's what's your guys' four? What are the four sides? Steelers on the money line. Number one. Steelers with the points. Number two. Uh, under. Under and the Jets team total. And the under. Jets team total under. So, so that could be question. a four and zero. That could be a four and zero easily. Right, easily. Easily. A twenty to nothing game gets. The Steelers would have had Cleveland under 20 points had they not botched that fumble last week. Right. So. Yeah, no, they had them softball game. It's just stamina. Yeah. Yep. So, we got four sides of the bet. We just spelled it out for you. And that's profit. Feeling profit. Even if it's three and one, it's still 75%. So. Exactly. But this could be one of the weeks we hit 70, 80%. Yep. Okay, good. Yep. All right. Uh, Arizona at Carolina. Carolina's another analytics team. And as I explained, analytics does not work in football. It does work in baseball. It's not working football. I got that from somebody who has a World Series rings and owns an analytic company for a front office of a team in Major League Baseball that's always in the playoffs. But there's key statistics in uh, football. I like Arizona Cardinals on the money line. This is going to be a plus money line. Uh, usually this game would be under, but I think this game is going to go over. The, the average of an NFL game is 45. This is 44. Uh, Arizona has a hurt defense. They'll get Carolina to score some points. Uh, but what's going to happen is that Matt Rule, being Matt Rule and using analytics, is going to rush three and drop eight, making it very, very simple for our high school quarterback, 5'7". Kyler Murray, he knows what defense they're going to be in. It's going to be zone beaters all day. And I don't know about uh, Carolina's zone blitz. They don't seem to be able to do it like the other kids in the neighborhood. So I like Arizona on the money line. Yeah. I got money line. Plus 170. Arizona plus 170. And it's going to go over uh, the 44 points. We'll go uh, Scott and Chad. So Christian McCaffrey's injured. Surprise, big surprise. He's got a quad injury. So injured. When is he not injured? Yeah. So I don't know if he plays. If he does not play, Baker Mayfield cannot carry this team to a win. Right. Arizona's been awful as well. Arizona's going across the country. For them, it's a good thing it's a four four o'clock game. Because if it was a one o'clock game, I probably would go the other way on this. Being a four o'clock game, give me Arizona. Give me the over. It's gonna squeak just over. 24-21, I think, something like that. 20 uh 27-17, somewhere in that. Um, but Arizona's gonna win the game. So um they're they're healthier than the Panthers are right now. And Baker Mayfield's an awful quarterback. I don't trust him at all. I cannot throw money on Baker Mayfield to do anything. So He's impulsive and going to throw the interception. Yep. This is this is Baker Mayfield's last stand in the NFL, to be honest with you. I He has shown me nothing that suggests he can, he can earn a big-time contract in the starting spot someplace. So uh, Arizona and the over. He can go to a running team. Actually, you'd be good with the Giants. You he can go to the XFL. He can go run 10 times a game and just complete eight passes and D-ball's happy. 
What do you yeah, think? You do that too. Yeah. And I'm with you guys. I, I like I like Arizona. This is one of the first. This is one like when I was looking at the board yesterday. One of the first ones that jumped out at me. I'm like, man, yeah. I love Arizona to win this game. Coming off a, a tough, you know, stinker out at home to a division game. Um, you know, this has got the NFC tiebreaker on it. So I, I, I like, I like, I like Kyler Murray. I like them to get right, you know, um, especially if they're only going to be rushing three. You know, they, you, you can't give that guy all day to throw. You know, you can't make your DBs cover for 10 seconds. Right. Um, they're never going to be able to do that no matter how good they are. So. I, I like Arizona to win this one, and yeah, I think this one squeaks over over the forty-two. Uh, it's a very low total, um, you know, but I think we'll get forty-two now. Yeah, I'm seeing forty-two right now, or is it forty-two and a half? Maybe it's forty-three at DraftKings, forty-two and a half across the board every place else. Yeah, forty-two so, and a half. So by by the half point, I'll buy it down to forty-two over the forty-two. Hundred percent. Yep. Hundred percent. Love it when they read the game wrong. It's us uh, a supposed value margin. So the consensus pick, right? We're going to cover our ass, and it's going to be Arizona plus two, money line plus one thirty, and over forty two, which is the key number. So you want to buy that half point, get it down to forty two. Remember the key numbers are divisible at three and seven. Literally 3, 7, 10, 13, 14, 17, 21, on and so forth. So get it to that key number 42. This game's going to go over, believe me. I don't think defenses are in shape as they used to be. They see, I see a lot of defenses sooner wearing out sooner and a lot of points being scored in the fourth quarter that didn't used to be, right? But if you live in the past, you die in the past. So that's why we learned. To monetize, to beat inflation, by Christmas presents. You got late game, uh, Bill Belichick, and your New England Patriots. Scott's in the Northeast and knows his teams. We uh, you can't bet your own team, so you don't let him bet the Patriots. Even though out of all of us, he was the one that was right last week. But we did it because of the NBA playoffs. He was eighty percent in the NBA playoffs. 52.5% for even, 59% you can live in Vegas, and he was 80%, 21 points above what you need to live in Vegas to be a professional back. Hey, guys, Lee, I'm going to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> right, but he was uh, 20% Celtics games. So that's what happens. You overestimate your own team. So we'll go Scott and Chad on this team. I'm actually going Patriots plus 10 and a half. It's going to go under 40 points. And the reason is because both teams, coaches, and mafias are thinking long haul. Short term, businessmen and women think long term. Both these teams are going to play vanilla the first six weeks of the season. That's why you saw them do nothing last week at Tampa Bay. They're not going to show anything until later on in the division games. Same thing for New England. Uh, Belichick said he's not going to evaluate the team till game six. So it's going to be a very conservative game. Both teams are going to run it to death. Uh, Belichick rarely loses two in a row. So I think you're going to make a game of it. I see this game uh, 2010, Green Bay. Uh, so we're going to cover 10 and a half, and it'll go under 40 points. Uh, what do you think, Scott? And then we'll go to Chad. Well, Mac Jones is out. 
for this game, and it's Brian Hoyer. His last 12 starts as an NFL quarterback, he's 1-11 and 11 as a starter. Last year, he played Kansas City, I think. He threw three interceptions. Belichick pulled him or Bel- oh, a couple of years ago. Right. I think they're not going to throw the ball more than 10 to 15 times. Remember the Buffalo game last year where they threw three times? Right. I, I think that's going to happen again this week is they're going to throw the ball no more than 15 times in this game. And they're going to try to run it down Green Bay's throat. And you can run it down Green Bay's throat. David Montgomery for the Bears did that. So I'm going to say it's going to be an under game. And I think the Patriots are going to cover this. And I think it's going to be one of those 17-10 finals. Because I don't think Green Bay can score a ton of points. I think Green Bay is going to run it. I agree with you. Very vanilla. Very vanilla game. Run the ball a lot. Here's another game that's going to going to be very quick to play because both teams are going to run the ball and not throw a ton. Mm. So give give me the Patriots with the points and give me the under in this game. 100% agree. What do you think, Chad? Yeah, I'm, I'm the same way, man. You got 10 points here in this low scoring of a game. is just too many points. Um, you know, great, great coach. Got to take Belichick getting 10 points. Um, and then, yeah, I think there's going to be a steady dose uh, of – of running in a, in a very simple offensive scheme. So, yeah, I think this one stays under, um, you know, the Packers are three and zero to the under, and I think they're going to stay that way here for the next couple of weeks. So I like the under, I like the England plus 10. I could, I could see the spread going up a little bit more before it closes before kickoff. So right. I can see this getting to 12 possibly. Right. People betting so. blindly the uh, Green Bay Packers, right? It's a national team. People's parents are Green Bay Packers fans. So they become yep. fans, and then they bet blindly. There's an even Match.com that's only Green Bay fans, mm-hmm. right? So it's almost like a religion to them. They just bet Green Bay blindly. This numbers balloon up, and we go the other way. <laughs> yeah, I love it. And then you got a guy who's won six Super Bowls that you're going out the other way with. Yeah. All right, so that's your consensus pick. Then we're going to 10.5 under the 40 pounds and wait for that line to kind of balloon up. We'll report on that. We does a 4 p.m. game. We'll tweet that out where that line is. Uh, yeah, next game is the Denver Broncos. Like all these Andy Reid guys are doing the same thing, very playing very vanilla, right? Last week we got the under between Andy Reid himself and Frank Wright, his protege. Uh, Denver Broncos, Nathaniel Hackett, Andy Reid, Gruden guy, uh, plus two against Vegas. Vegas is in a must win situation. Because it's getting embarrassing. The team was in the playoffs. Uh, supposedly, they have a lot of talent, and they cannot go 0 and 4. They really can't. Uh, I'm going to go minus two. I still don't trust them with the money line. So I'm going to go with the money line. And it's going to go over 44 because this is a division game, and they have to throw the kitchen sink at each other especially with Denver really not looking talent-wise as they should, even though they do, I think they can't have an elite defense. I saw a lot of talent on defense the other night. Uh, the offense in, in uh, don't fuck it up mode. <laughs> don't commit turnovers. Don't fuck this thing up for the defense mode. And then they're going to kind of open it up until a situation like this where uh, this is a Super Bowl for Las Vegas. They have to show everything they have. They can't hold anything back. 
bad because he's going to put it on film and the coach is going to watch. But uh, Daniel thinks it's game. I mean, he has to look at uh, Davis's, Mark Davis's dad's history. He fired Lane Kipson after four games. It's not inconceivable. He gets fired after going over four. So he needs to win this game. Uh, batting down the hatches is going to be very, very serious. So I like the Raiders in the situation. Minus two on the money line to kind of cover my ass. When three out of two is 66%. Prof, what do you think? We'll go Scott in the chat. I'm going to take Denver in this game. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the points with them. And I'm going to take the under. Denver's defense, again, another team is, is very underrated defensively. They're really, really good right. defensively. I think Russell Wilson figured some things out in that last drive to win that game against San Francisco. Right. I, I think I think he, he's starting to grasp the offense a little bit more and a little bit more, and that's a big thing for him and that team. Cortland Sutton's a beast at receiver. The Raiders have nobody basically that could cover him. Um, you know, Denver could put a nail in the playoff chances of the Raiders this week. Right. It, it's on life support right now. If Denver beats the Raiders, it, it's dead. The, the Raiders will not make the playoffs. I, they're not going to make playoffs anyway, but they definitely won't if they lose this game. Right. So I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna go Denver, um, getting the points. I think the wrong team is favored in this situation. And I'm, I'm going to go under because I, I don't think the Raiders are going to be able to move the ball on Denver. So that that's where I'm going. Right. Uh, what do you think, Chad? You know, a part of me wants wants to, you know, agree with Scott. And I, I get I, I, I think everything he's saying, you know, has some value. But I mean, you, I just I got to go with McDaniels is got to put everything out there, man. This has got to be. He can't leave like like Scott's saying. If they don't win this game, he's he's got to leave it all out there this game. So it's just such a must win for Vegas. I'm I'm gonna go with Vegas at home here on the money line. I just think they this is a they gotta win this freaking game, man. And you know I think that I think that complements the over because I think McDaniel's is gonna throw everything he's got offensively, every scheme, anything that hasn't been seen on film is gonna be at going in this game he's coaching for his life there's not there's no hanging on for tomorrow so you know i i, I think this game is very complimentary you know if you like vegas i think you got to go with the over here and, and i'm gonna go with josh i'm gonna go with the over in vegas but i do think if, if you know you agree with scott and, and you like denver in this game you gotta like the under um you know i think these picks complement each other here uh, a very, you know, very well. And, um, you know, if the Raiders win this game, they're going to have offensive success. It's going to go over. You know, if the Broncos win this game, they're going to do what Scott's saying. They're going to be freaking stonewall on defense and it's going to go under. Um, you know, so I, I, I do I do see Scott's thinking. I, and I, I do think it has a lot of value. There's some good points there. But I'm just going to go with McDaniels is on his last leg and he's got to get throw the kitchen sink at these guys, and they'll, they'll be able to have enough success here to squeak it over and, and pull out a close win. So I'm going to go with Vegas in the over. Here's the thing I don't understand with the Raiders. You're paying the guy all this money, okay? Mac Hollins catches 10 balls last week for 100 and something yards and a touchdown, and Devontae Adams has five catches for 34 yards and a touchdown. 
Where is what are they doing with Devontae Adams? What is he doing with him? I, I don't understand how he's not getting him open. That's the guy for them. If Devontae Adams does not have a big game this week, they, they could be in some serious trouble. He needs to get Devontae Adams going because if Devontae Adams doesn't get going, this, this is going to be a long season. He's going to get himself fired. So, right. And, the reason yeah, and, and, is- and you know what? I, I think it's a testament to quarterbacks are more important to receivers. And quarterbacks make receivers more than a receiver could ever make a quarterback. And, and right. it's just, it's just, I mean, that's, that is the nature of it. You know I mean? You got a guy, you, you know, you're, I mean, you could be the best receiver in the freaking world, bro. They can't get you the ball. Yep. You're not shit. Exactly. I mean, that was me in college. I mean, I'm wide open. I'm freaking one-on-one routing dudes up. Right. Right. By the time I get my head around, I'm expecting that thing in the air to be on me and he's getting sacked. You know, or I'm just like, you know, it's just. I mean, I totally overestimated on Derek Carr this offseason. I thought he was going to have a huge year, offensive mind coming in, getting Devontae Adams, having those three weapons, you know, on at his disposal. And he just has looked awful. Yeah, awful. Stidham, Stidham's coming. Stidham's coming. I, I agree with Chad. Chad said it a couple weeks ago. Stidham's going to be in there sooner than later. I, I think if they lose this game, <laughs> He could be looking at Jared Stidham in, in week six or week seven. So yeah, they, they go to Devontae Adams a lot first game. Then they don't yeah. do him again. And the, the only thing I could think of was that he's trying to be like Belichick. He's only going to use Devontae Adams in division games, right? They're only going to use the way to get him open in division games. Yeah. Yep. So here we go. We got a division game. And the reason. They don't like the Raiders because they have a competitive advantage. I think uh, Denver probably beat them on the return trip. But in this situation, uh, with the way Denver played in Seattle, a very bad team, uh, and the handicapped offense, but I think they'll get some on the Raiders in the second half. to get it over 44. The average is 45. I, I will say before we move off this game to the next one, they're the team in the NFL that needs to win desperately this week. They have to. They, there's no other alternative. And so they're going to be playing really desperate the whole game. So, so you like the under, uh, Scott? Yeah, I like the under. Okay. I like the under. Under 44. Chad, you're going over with me, right? Yeah, I'm going over. Yeah, right. Chad's right. If you like Denver, you're going under. If you like the Raiders, you're going over. Right. So. Yeah. It's that, you know, yeah, this guy comes from the Rams. He, well, he's got Fangio's defense. He's doing a good job. Yeah. Uh, so McDaniels and them studied them all summer. You know what I mean? Private detectives went back, everything he does, what defenses are you going to call? So all that summer research has to produce something at some point, especially in the division game, right? So that's, that's the only reason I'm going with the Raiders. They have a competitive advantage, I think, in this point. All right. Kansas I got, City. I got to hop off, guys. I got like five minutes to knock out these last two. All right, cool. All right. You got uh, Kansas City and Tampa Bay. Who knows where they're going to play? They might play in Minnesota. They could play in Tampa if things clears up. But that hurricane is just staying up. However, it over. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know about this game. Uh, the first blush would be Tampa Bay money line in the under. Because this is not a Kansas City defense offense for the past 
live in the past, you die in the past. This is a new type of offense this year without Tyreek Hill. So they're more of a low-scoring offense until they work teams out later in the playoffs. So give me Tampa Bay plus three under 45. We'll go uh, Scott in the chat. So my quick analysis is very simple. I can't see Tampa losing three games in a row. Right. Uh, excuse me. I can't see him losing two games in a row. Right. I think this is Brady's um, rivalry and nemesis in Mahomes. So I'm going to take – I'm actually going to wait on the side based on where this game is played. If it's in Tampa Bay, I would take Tampa. If it's in Minneapolis, I might go Kansas City. I'm not sure. And I'm going to go the under on this game. Yeah, so I, I don't think – We'll decide on the live stream. Yeah, yeah, decide on the live stream. That's what I'm going to do. Me too. I like the under in this game a lot. Um, I think this one's going to come under, under 45 and a half. But the side, I got to – I mean, is there any possibility that this game's played in Tampa? Or not? As of right, as of right now, yes. But they're talking Minnesota big time. So well, I because think- I mean, isn't the it's the, the the hurricanes coming in from the Gulf side, right? No, the, the hurricane's going to be gone. The problem is the it's the it's the debris, and there's only two ways into that stadium. There's only like two or three roads into that stadium to even get there. So oh, if everything's okay. messed up there, guys can't get yeah. practice. They can't do anything. What they're saying. Basically, because I watched it before I came on, is, is that the hurricane hasn't full force hit the Bay Area yet, and that's Tampa Bay. Usually it comes and goes, but yep. it's so big that it's staying for a day. Yeah, so by tomorrow morning it'll be out of there, but but it just depends on how, what the stadium takes for, for a hit. So. Yeah. That will, by Sunday we'll know by the live stream. Yeah, yep. uh, yep. you might know by tomorrow. So. Sure. So the last game is going to be Monday night. It's going to be the LA Rams at San Francisco. Uh, Shanahan, his dad won two Super Bowls. He's been to two Super Bowls as an offensive coordinator and as a head coach. John Lynch won the Super Bowl in Tampa Bay. I say that because these are highly competitive guys. $14 million a year for football. Uh, the Rams beat the 49ers in the championship game. They haven't forgotten about it. Studied the Rams all summer long. So give me San Francisco and the money line. They got money minus 130. So I'll take that. Minus 130. It's going to be a crazy division game. It's McVay. McVay has been in two Super Bowls in only three years as a head coach. So he's won one. So he's no slouch as well. His dad was a general manager. The guy, the kicker we had, cut, was cut by McVay's dad. So I like the 49ers on the money line, under 42. John Lynch is a defensive coach. That's why he won the Super Bowl. Uh, he got this team to the Super Bowl. Shanahan is an expert in running. He feels like he can run in on every play, like Chicago does. Because he has whatever run defense you're in, it's run, run defense. He has a play for it. Garoppolo's beaten the Rams before. So give me 49ers. Money line on Monday night, under 42. We'll go uh, Scott and Chad. I'll make this quick. Um, Shanahan has Stafford's number over his career, um, except for that championship game. So I'm going to go San Francisco with the point, uh, given the points, one, it's one and a half. I'm going to go the under, and I'm going to go San Francisco on the money line. So I'm going to go three sides of it. 
All right. I'm with you guys too, man. I love this spot. It's a revenge game. Uh, you know, San Francisco has not forget about forgot about that heartbreaking loss in so far in the NFC Championship game. Um, you know, I think San Francisco has, <clears throat> is looking forward to playing the Rams again here. So yeah, I love I love San Francisco at home here on the money line. And I think this one was by the half point one under 42 and a half. I think we got a low methodical, low scoring game here. So 100%. And I would say you do not have to give action sports any money, $300. You're overloading your brain with too much information. We're giving you profit, profitable information that you can learn from us and do it yourself. And before Winston Churchill, we'll get quick thoughts from both you guys. Not much rope beta this weekend. So this, <laughs> no. could be, this, this will be a good week, I think. Oh, I think we were right on it. So. Hawthorne effect of this. Chad, yeah. what are yep. your thoughts? Man, um, yeah, not not as much uh, dissenting this week. Uh, <laughs> lot, I mean, only a couple, you know, last week I'd say there's probably about 10, 10 picks, you know, of, of the 32 that there were some dis. I mean, this one we only got, you know, three or four picks, less than a handful here that there's yeah. even slight disagreement. So, yeah, um, yeah, I like it a lot, man. I think there's uh, – you're starting to see a lot more overs being picked from us, um, you know, the first three weeks, I think we're a lot heavier to the under, um, you know, last week we did see some more overs come in. I think you're start you're going to start seeing offenses catch up a little bit. Defense is getting a little banged up kind of a, a, a little bit of theme of this week. So um, I think you're going to see some, some totals squeak over late here. You know, I think there's going to be a couple of them that they're going to cash for you in the last five minutes of that game. So. No, no, a hundred percent. And the, the, the math part of it too is that the line makers are making adjustments too. They see Jason get parlaying unders. They're making adjustments too. So the teams are making adjustments. We're making adjustments because for the last 13 years, I've gotten profit and paid for vacations off this, but everything's free. We don't want your credit card number. We do not want your email. <laughs> you can go to the website. You can give us a tip or buy one a chance. You saw him play against USC last week. He'll play well against Utah. You can get one of his shirts, T-shirts, hats. And like Winston Churchill said, you make a living from your labor, but you make a life from what you give. Thank you for listening to the EFTC Podcast Network. That's why I wear such a shoes and roll my butt and I get a limited stuff out there.